It was a mic drop moment in women's sport of recent times when Lydia Ko was asked about on-course physio and she responded, well, it's the time of the month. You can hear the collective gasps around the globe as Lydia Ko dared to mention something that seems to be forbidden territory when it comes to sport and sports broadcasting. And why should it be? I myself was absolutely stoked when I heard her say that this is something that occurs naturally on a regular basis to half the population. Why has it been ignored for so long in sport? We're joined now by Dr. Bruce Hamilton. He's a director of Performance Health at High Performance Sport NZ, also the chair of Whisper, uh, which is an organisation set up to promote women's health and well-being at that high level. Bruce, welcome to the programme. Thanks very much for joining us. What was your initial thought when Lydia came out with that comment because I think it did reverberate around the globe and something that really we should have been talking about for a, a very, very long time. Oh, hi Darcy and thanks for the opportunity. So look, wasn't it an amazing moment? I think uh, it, for me it was a brilliant illustration of how an athlete can normalise the realities of women's, women's health um, in elite sport. It was just a brilliant moment in time really. And for me, when I reflected on it, I, I really felt it showed how far we've actually come in women's health um, and addressing women's health issues in elite sport and sport in general, but also how far we've got to go. So the fact that Lydia could um, stand up and say that quite confidently and without any concern, um, while at the other end we had the um, reporter uh, really uh, lost the words in terms of where to go with it at that point, I think uh, it, it was a great moment in time and, and really uh, highlights a whole lot of areas that, uh, in fact, I'd, I'd probably say there's a whole lot of work been going on and there has been a lot of talk. I think um, I was speaking with a colleague this afternoon who, who, while there's been a lot of talk around how much it's not been spoken about, actually in our environment, I think there's a lot of talk in this space and I think it's slowly starting to filter out as we saw from Lydia's comments. So the, the, the repercussions out of this particular comment, what's the best case scenario around what can actually occur? I'm presuming it's just about opening up a conversation. Knowledge is power, if you will, Bruce. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's great. It just shows it's another step for young women to see that it's normal to be talking about this stuff. And um, and the more opportunity young women and young women in sport have to, have to talk about their health, any concerns they may, may have, and understand the role of the menstrual cycle may have on their performance and their well-being. You know, brilliant. That, that's better for everybody moving forward, and uh, it'll have our our, our women in sports um, healthier and performing better and longer. Within the women in sport, now, now my partner said to me, I said, people don't talk about this, and she goes, no, you're wrong. Women do, men don't, and, and that is the problem there. But within women's sporting circles, what being involved in, is there a reasonably robust conversation around what I suppose is seen as a, a taboo subject for some strange reason, Bruce? Yeah, well, look, it's a, it, there's a bit of irony that you and I are sitting here talking about uh, women having periods in sport. I, um, that doesn't go past me. Um, but certainly within the elite sporting environment now, um, this is an area that coaches are really interested in. They're really aware of the benefits of women's physiology, the, the, the challenges at times of, of the um, realities of women's physiology, um, but the opportunity to incorporate menstrual cycle hormonal um, benefits into the training cycle um, is an area that coaching um, and physiology and medicine and all of the ologies are really interested in now. 
um, in terms of supporting both the health but also the performance of, of elite athletes. I'm presuming that in, in years gone by, and we're talking the last 50-odd years, that it was very much a cookie-cutter approach to health. And they, when I say they, um, various uh, physicians and, and coaches and the like, just applied male fearing, theorizing to, to the female body, which of course is, is inherently wrong. But I'd suggest that that went on for quite some time and now uh, the whole profile is changing, Bruce. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've hit the nail right on the head. I mean, you know, for, for decades there's been research done on men in sport and that's been extrapolated to women with very little consideration of the realities. Um, in the last 10, 15 years that changed. Um, there's a lot of interest now in, in women's physiology, but it's still way underrepresented in terms of um, our understanding of um, of hormonal variation and the physiological effects of that. It, it's growing, definitely growing, and I think the the best illustration of that is, is our, our colleague is, is, um, on the Whisper team, Stacey Sims, who's an expert physiologist in the space, and her catch line is, you know, women are not small men. Uh, we've been treating them as small men for a long time, but that's just that's not a reality. And uh, I think it, that message is getting out there wide and uh, now, and I think Stacey's had a lot to do with that. What is the best thing for female athletes, whether they're starting off or up at a high-performance level? What, what is the best step for them to take in, in light of what Lydia's said and, and everything else that we're learning? What are the steps that need to be taken? I'm supposing the biggest one is, is merely is communication. It's just talking about this and not being shy about something which is extraordinarily natural, but for some reason it freaks males out. Yeah, I mean, I think um, being able to talk about it, and Lydia's illustrated that brilliantly, um, confidently and, and understand because, you know, one of the things we do know is that all women react differently through different phases of their menstrual cycle. And so understanding um, your own cycle and um, and the impact of that at different points is really key and being able to um, quantify and identify that as an individual and to work with um, people that you trust and people that you can talk with um, about that and how that how that can be um, supported, or you may you know if you need support or not, um, but how you can work within that. So I think um, that's the that's the opportunity for us is to actually um, have more communication and more opportunities for people to be um, not scared to be to be you know doing a lot of sport as a female. We're joined by Dr. Bruce Hamilton, Director of Performance Health at High Performance Sport NZ. He's also uh, the Chair uh, of Whisper, which is an initiative designed to support the health, well-being and performance of female athletes. So across the board in all sports that you've involved in, do you feel enough attention is being paid to this situation, enough work and and resources is being put into what is a, a relatively new territory? I think there's uh, more and more resource being put into this space all the time. And certainly, if you look around the world, um, most countries that you know we would um, relate to and, and with a similar sort of ethos uh, are investing in this space because they see it as a an area of, of massive potential performance gains, but also from a health perspective, health gains for women in elite sport. Um, and New Zealand's no different to that. Where um, with the Whisper Initiative through High Performance Sport, we're starting to invest uh, more resource and, and developing more uh, people with capability to be really assisting women in this space. So, um, so it's a really exciting time, I think, for women's sport. And I think Lydia's just done, a, done us all a, a great service by showing you know, how far we've come. Are there any other messages you'd like to get out there to the general populace around, I, I suppose, assisting and aiding and, and helping this process? I think it's 
fantastic um, that that more young women are doing sport. I think sport's got a huge amount to offer the population in a whole lot of ways. And I'd encourage any young woman who who may have seen Lydia but may be concerned about doing sport for any particular reason to speak to someone that knows a little bit about it to be able to make sure you're getting the right information and right support because I'd hate anyone not to be doing sport for health-related reasons but where it's just um, through a lack of understanding or lack of information. I suppose there's there's talking about it, there's uh, that information, but there's also physical resources as well for young women, young athletes coming through. The, the simple things like how uniforms work and the like that, that need to be, I suppose, overcome, as I'm sure there are some segments of society that, um, that the young female athletes are, are too embarrassed or too shy or, or forbidden to speak about this. And this has got to be overcome too, Bruce. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, there's some real practical um, elements to what we're talking about that need to be addressed, and I think there are some government initiatives out there that are starting to address that. And again, it's, it's you know, if, if, if people don't know and we're not talking about it, then it gets hidden away, and it's very easy to hide these types of concerns. So the more people that are raising uh, the message and highlighting stuff that are better for us, we'll, we'll be able to fix it. And on that, Dr. Bruce Hamilton, Director of Performance Health at HPSNZ, we thank you very much for your time. And yes, the iron is not lost on myself either, two middle-aged men talking about women's health initiative, but the conversation has to be had. We've got to use the platform we've got to get that information out there. So I thank you very much for your time, Bruce. You have a wonderful rest of the evening.